Episode 64, No Hipsters Pod, your boy Ronse, the founder of NoHipstersAllowed.com. And today we have one of my favorites, Teresa Kono. This is the first time we're actually doing this in person. I know. Like, look at that. Look at, you've been on here probably more than most people, so. I'm a huge fan of the show. Listen, 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 and cheers to you. Cheers to you. Cheers. First of all, first of all. So I'm really excited. There's so much happening in you know pop culture right now but before we even get to that i know that you have some things in the works I do. Uh, yes i know you can't share too much so this is a no hipsters pod exclusive but you do have something uh, in the works that is um, uh, travel related and it is with yes. uh, morgan state alums yes and i know you can't share much more beyond that but travel related Morgan State alums, and details will be shared at homecoming this year from Morgan State University. So. Yes, October 7th, um, we'll be at Hustlers Club in Baltimore, and so we will make an announcement there. Um, nice. So, yes, all of my Morgan Bears, make sure that you guys pull out, and all of my non-Morgan people, we just love homecoming season. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I, I might, just because I've never been to Morgan State homecoming, oh, I'm, just for you. No. Just for you. Just for you. Oh my Just gosh. so you know that. We will show you a good time. Listen, listen, I'm down, I'm down. So that is exciting and I can't wait for the yeah. deets. Before we get into the topics, uh, I recently spoke with an up and coming rapper from North Carolina called Young Show, and this is how our conversation went. All right, we're here with rapper Young Show. Show, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yep, yep. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I was listening to your latest single, TikTok. I'm a G, nigga, steady mobbing on my city. Boy, it's in Madrid. I be getting lit. Never losing sauce, bitch, I'm a boss, get with it. Tell us where this all started and how Young Show came to be. Um, I started doing music um, when I was about nine years old. Um, I was in the gospel choir. My family's like real big on church. Um, but outside of that, uh, I was always intrigued by music in general. Um, so I started at nine when I was about 15 is when I actually, uh, was able to release my first, uh, ever record ever, uh, you know, get into a official studio and okay. actually start putting out music. And it's always been rap, right? Yep. Yeah. Rap. Um, like I said, I did gospel as a kid, okay. you know, um, so you, can, so you can hold a note or two is what you're saying. <laughs> Something like that in the background. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Nice. So I see that you, you performed with a few big names, uh, including uh, Lil Baby. And uh, just tell us, how how do you, I mean, how does a, a, a up-and-coming rapper uh, from South Carolina end up on stage with uh, with big names like Lil Baby? Um, Consistency, man. Um, Constantly pushing. Um, staying assertive. Um, and just networking, man, not being afraid to go out there and go get it. Like, it's not going to fall in your lap. Um, so you got to get out here and hit the road and travel and meet people and rub elbows, man. And you just never know who you run into. And uh, I was fortunate enough to run into a guy in uh, the DMV area. He was working with the club that was actually booking these big acts. Okay. And uh, he liked my music, so he worked out some things for me. So he ended up putting me on a couple different shows with a couple big names. Um to do to, to do music with and showcase my talent. Gotcha. And, and any other names that we might recognize that you performed with? Uh, I did uh, Lil Boosie. Okay. Uh, Diamond from Crown Mob, Pee Wee Longway, Sauce Walker. Uh, okay. Hey Crack. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. And so uh, tell us, who are your biggest influences? Oh, man. Uh, I would say like Andre 3000, definitely Michael Jackson. 
Big okay. Crit. Um, myself. <laughs> um, of course. I like Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my dog. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one, but okay. That that's. I mean, of course. I mean, you're from South Carolina, so I kind. I get it. I kind of get it. Uh, I know that you. Know, you're probably you probably grew up listening to a lot of country. So yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Interesting. I know that you have signed a distribution deal with Orchard, which is a Sony subsidiary. So tell us a little a little bit about that. Um. So I, I did a joint venture deal. Um, okay. I got with a guy named Mr. Lee and, and Mr. Bez, and uh, we sat down. They liked the record. So we sat down and agreed on the joint venture deal uh, for a substantial amount of uh, finances. And to basically, the goal is to push the the, the three records up, uh, the top of billboards and things of that nature, and then to, you know, work on something bigger, you know. Um, so it's kind of like a stepping stone to the bigger thing. Do you have any live performances in the one? Uh, I got a show coming up um, September 23rd in Dallas. Okay. Um, the 15th of October in uh, Oakland with uh, Davies. Uh, the 29th of October in San Francisco with uh, Ace Hood. Okay. And then uh, from November, November 2nd to the 13th, I'll be in the Netherlands. In the, wow. In the Netherlands. Yeah. I- interesting. Netherlands. And who will you be performing with there? Uh, so right now... Um, not too sure about who's on those cards. I know they're working that out okay. right now, but I do know that I'll be doing some uh, studio production work and recording with a couple of different uh, big name producers and engineers that who's over there that's worked with a lot of other famous uh, individuals like Chris Brown and okay. uh, Taleb Kweli, um, uh, shoot man, a, a bunch of people they work with. I, I know they gave me like a rundown and some of them, these producers and engineers, they got like awards and Grammys and plaques and things of that nature. So they like my music <clears throat> and they decided that, hey, man, we want to get you over here and do some work. Interesting, interesting. That's that's really I expected that, honestly. Uh, so what else do you have planned for the rest of the, of the year? Oh, man, just to continue on this mission, man, and uh, just kind of just letting God steer the wheel here, man, and just uh, stay humble and stay focused and just, just keep going hard, man. Uh, uh, and oh, I, I meant to ask you actually: Are we getting a video for TikTok, the new single? Uh, yes, we are. We are getting some stuff done now. We're trying to get a uh, a bunch of different uh, TikTok video dances to the song, okay. um, things in that nature. So we can kind of put that together and make like one of the best videos out. I have a few, I guess you know, either or questions. Answer as as you see fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big or Tupac? Big. Oh. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Usher. Usher. Whitney or Mariah? Whitney. Uh, TLC or Destiny's Child? TLC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good ones. Good, good answers. Good answers. Good answers. All right. Uh, so what are your top five albums of all time? Oh, man. Uh, I can't pick it at the name of it. No, Heavy D had an album. Oh, wow, um, you're, you're, you're dead serious about this at Heavy D. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my dog. Heavy D. Oh, I, I, um, I would say Phil Mobs from the Rooter to the Tudor. Okay. Um, Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. 
Okay. Um, that's from the bad album, by the way. But yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, see, hey, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Control. Who? Is that is that James S. album name? Control. Oh, Janet. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah. That that thing was awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, Shrimp Power Loyalty. Who's uh, that one's that? That's me. Oh, <laughs> uh, apotheosis. That's me. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's so. fair. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm actually, I love how the, you know you mix it up with you know the, a little bit of pop, a little bit of R&B. I like that. I like that. Uh, show. It was great chatting with you. Uh, I think a lot of great things that you are. This deal is exciting, and uh, you know, with everything you have coming up, I, I really think this is the beginning of. So uh, thank you for stopping by No Hipsters Pod, and I hope to talk to you. Oh, man, for sure. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, let's get to the topics. So much has happened. The Emmys happened a week ago, and actually uh, the most entertaining I've ever seen, at least in my lifetime. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah. There yeah, was a lot of, there big night for black women. So listen, Quinta Brunson became the, the only the second woman ever to win for comedy writing, just only after Lena Waithe a few years ago, and she's the first to win solo because Lena was she was, it was a co-win, um, and then you had Shirley Ralph, my mama. <laughs> Really, I mean, have after having been in the business almost five decades, is winning an Emmy for the first time and just gave the speech of the night. Honestly, which is crazy because she was dream girl. Right, right. To anyone who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true. I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up on you. Because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, if you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner, and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, loved me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right after that speech, I was like, I felt inspired and I actually like, oh, yeah. I was like just doing more after that speech and actually hit up. So I had a TV spot this week with Deutsche Welle. I saw. Right, right, right. And then right after that speech, I like just, I hit them up. Hey, like, do you need any commentary for like the award show? And they were like, oh yeah, sure. You ran a few hours. And I only did that because I just, I felt so moved. Inspired. Inspired, you know, motivated after, after seeing someone who's worked at something for so long and finally reached these like new heights. And so. And you knew she was being genuine. Yes. Because there's so many instances where we see people who are bitter they're upset they have been overlooked yes and they just they completely give up they lose faith they speak down on the entire situation and not to say that they're wrong exactly doing that but it's just that (laughs) right right. now we're seeing somebody who's like and i i didn't take that route i just didn't give up right right i just didn't give up and It's it's so moving, and this is really coming just like months after she mentioned meeting like some you know studio exec. And one of the executive producers came up to me because the network and somebody else said no, this is this is the person. So I came on, and he walked right up to me on that first day, and he said, "So 
tell me, what have you done? Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow. And then, so I was quiet and he said, do you sing? And I said, <laughs> oh. oh, so then I, I just said, you know, excuse me for a minute, but maybe you should ask somebody because you might be very embarrassed that you asked me that question. And I want us to get off on the right foot. Right. And so how do you not how do you know, not know Cheryl Lee Ralph? Right. And and call yourself a TV professional. And and these are the people who get to choose what we get to watch. Um and, and who becomes star- I mean, uncultured, really. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's it's fine. <laughs> truly. And so facts. And then also there was Lizzo. Ah! Big win. Another good speech as well, I have to say. When I was a little girl. All I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. (laughs) If I could go back and tell little Lizzo something, I'd be like, you gonna see that person, but bitch is gonna have to be you. (laughs) I were Lizzo, I would be walking around like I poop glitter because <laughs> she is a very powerful woman right now. She is. She is, she is moving and shaking. Right. And not only that, but I just found out that her win is a DC win too because one of the big girls, Shantae Van, um, also posted a picture of her with the Emmy. And um, so it's a win for all people. And I really love the fact that like she's never allowing the wickedness and the things that she gets to take that away. Right. And this comes just weeks after Aries Spares unfortunately made those comments <laughs> that, that I wish he did because I actually... Who sent him? Yeah. And I used to, I really kind of, I, I was kind of a fan. I kind of was too. Yeah. I also, I did not know as much about him until he started saying these nasty remarks. Yeah. So the, the stand-up I'd seen, the things I'd seen, yeah. were nowhere in the nature of what I've been seeing right. as of recently. And he, he spoke about her weight while like breathing heavy. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. <laughs> Yo. Very beautiful girl. She's got a very pretty face. But she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. It was just, sir, why? If you had to choose whether or not to lay down with an Aries Spears or lay down with a Lizzo, I don't think we would. I don't think we would be telling Lizzo that she that she's got to go home. Okay, I think he's. I think he's projecting. The whole thing was just unfortunate, and um, it and, was. And, and then was, he took he took down um um what's her name with him? Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. I had little by little started seeing little things of her. That had made me kind of yeah. a bit repulsed. Just like certain Her. responses with people where she was giving a bit too much. Where it's like, okay, I understand. You get asked a lot of questions. You may be irritated. Yeah. And it was one response where she just kept going. It just got to a point of like berating the person who oh. was a fan. Like they, she kept calling their name, kept calling their name, and then went up to them. And like was oh. like, oh, can I take a picture? Can I take a picture with you? Can I take a picture? Like she was kind of trying to like mimic their harassment of her really and then like the the fan i guess i'd like try to like reach over and touch her and she was like uh-uh don't touch me 
So it was still like in a mean, mean spirited, like joking, yeah. joking, joking. But it was like you didn't have to go that far. Yeah. Yeah. So. And of course, she and you know, I mean, what the reason why he took Tiffany down with her, as she said, is that they were sued just within days of that comment. And everyone was like, "Listen, Lizzo's God is." fighting her battles and so uh yeah they were both it's true yeah, they were both they were both accused of, of the grooming. devil is, is a is a fighter he worked hard <laughs> but lizzo's god works harder yeah and so they're sort of like grooming some young kids and um, they had this uh uh skit that was in poor taste on funny or die.com that they did many years ago uh what was called like uh, through the eyes of a predator or something of the sort it it's kind of gross. And Did I, you watch it? Unfortunately, it, it landed on my timeline. Out of natural curiosity, watched it, and I really sat there and I was like, there's no way that, like, you just thought this would be it's not, It wasn't funny. even funny. It was like, it's not funny. It's, it's You're making everyone mm, uncomfortable. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, that's what happened. So they're getting sued. But, I mean, uh, Tiffany also claims that the, the, the kid's mother has been trying to you know pin them with this for years and probably so, too Death. so but you know but yeah that's that's that but yeah to you know back back to Lizzo though congrats to her and her Emmy win and she also like she actually won a VMA like the day after Aries was talking shit and she referenced like uh, Nicki Minaj's speech from uh, 2015 at the VMAs and now to the bitches that got something to say about me in the press and now back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me the other day in the press. Miley, what's good? Now, changing subjects, I just mentioned Nicki Minaj, and we can't go through the show without talking about her antics on the internet. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and listen, I'll say this. Some of the people do deserve some smoke from Nicki, but a lot of people do not. So, so much has happened. First of all, she's put out a remix to her new song, Super Freaky Girl and has all these younger female rappers and shout out my girl jt right 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 and it looks like you know it looks i guess just, it, it all seems directed at cardi there's a line in there about you know senorita senorita like was like an entendre because you know the general feelings that cardi doesn't write and so it basically looks like people are now like recruiting other people to be on their side because she made she had this tweet that says the biggest mistake you can make is choose the wrong side so what does that mean? Who knows? But so like, listen, she's been tweeting like every day, multiple times a day, and it's just you know, it's just all the stuff that is appears to be about Cardi. But there was also um, she tweeted about wanting to sue someone, and she actually did sue um, a blogger called Nosy Ho, and uh, <laughs> that's her name. That's the name of the blog. Yeah, yeah, Nosy Ho. Yeah, this this there's some other there's another you know blogger who's in the cross you know crosshairs, but we'll get to that one later but nosy ho is the one who got it's giving coke trending the other day uh, <laughs> so, you yeah. know what i was on that trend <laughs> i had no clue what we were talking about it. i was like <laughs> it's giving coke right 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 and so that was about nikki and that's because this nosy ho person has been accusing her of coke use for years and um it has said the words it's giving coke in some of her videos and so people were like to me about it and so that's why Nikki said, I have never used cocaine, yada, 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 yada. And then, you know, posts a screenshot of a text message to a lawyer saying she wanted to sue her. She sues a lady and now all the Nikki fans are sending death threats as they tend to do. 
and it's a whole thing. Now, Nosy Ho, first, I think all those those types of allegations are dangerous if you don't know for sure. Right. And she's getting, she's, I guess, about to find out the hard way. But she's also said lots of disgusting things about Nikki, about her kid. The whole bloodline, including the baby. The whole bloodline is disgusting, including the fucking new baby. She needs to get that baby in. And listen, I don't care. I don't care. Like I said, I'm never going to get up here and be fake for nobody. I'm not going to be PG-13. I'm not going to be censored for nobody. I'm always going to stand true to who I am. People fuck with me for that reason. For that reason. Because I'm not going to get up here and tiptoe and dance around. Because people mad. Let motherfuckers be mad. I don't give a damn. Fire your lawsuits. Your baby's gotta be a rapist too. The whole bloodline is disgusting. Like lots of indefensible comments. And so, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I. So, I, if I were, if I were Nikki, I would have done the same thing. That that's, like, you've done too much. That's right. way too far. Way too much. Um, also, because I'm not Nikki. I kind of look at it as like, you know, you live in a glass house and you're throwing stones. So it's kind of like the battle that she also sets up for herself because yeah. she'd be attacking people. I mean, I she'd be attacking people. People's kids? Oh, that yeah. woman has gone well, well. Well, even though Cardi did believe she, because that whole, you know, fight and. Fashion Week four years ago, I think it was because Cardi believed she had said something about kids. Nobody really knows and for sure is, if that actually happened. This is the thing, like her her behavior and, and everything is why I truly feel like Nikki is on her way downhill, and every star has their rise, every star has their decline. Unfortunately, yeah. we we lived long enough to see that happen to Lil' Kim. I don't think that Nicki Minaj is impervious to having a decline yeah. from her star rising. We all witnessed the rise. We were all in college and, and in high school when the Nicki Minaj star started to ascend. And we all noticed the change in the industry because her star started to ascend. It went from you having ladies night with all of these different artists on one track and all these women supporting each other to now there can only be one and she needs to be the top and she needs to be the best and anybody else like out there has to battle her whereas that wasn't what it was before mm. it wasn't like that before so, and so you're kim, saying that isn't that is because of nikki Lil, Lil kim did an interview where she said that she was like people act like the the media just started pitting women against each other that's always been happening she was like they tried to pit foxy against her and they still did a collab together she was like because they just always knew that like they're going to do that but we're not going to play into it the fans are going to play into it but we're not what going to collab with foxy and can do together i think she actually was talking about a different collab okay <laughs> Maybe I interpreted it wrong. Yeah, Kim definitely was dissing Foxy for years. Well, no, but the thing is, the thing was, she was like, <laughs> did she call, did she she call a Duty Brown in a song that one time? No, I think she said that the fans, because she mentioned that inside no, of the interview. No, like she called that Duty Brown chick. 
I know for sure. Oh. Yeah, Kendall came used to. Was but the thing, yeah. but the thing was, she was like the thing was they were friends. Like they, there, there was an atmosphere friendly of, at some point. Yeah, yeah. She and was apparently like, that beef started because they had the same outfit on their album covers, which the, is but so the thing, funny. To the me. thing is, is that at the same time, it wasn't that there could only be one artist. Like they weren't going out there and taking food off of each other's plates. I think was the point. Okay. The point she was making hmm. was like, oh, okay, you know, I could have an issue with you, but I'm not going to play into what the fans are trying to do or what the media is trying to do me against you mm-hmm. and she was like that was very much the energy that Nikki had when she came in the game like oh who's this old bitch like no fuck out of here gotcha. and she was like that's not what they were doing before like yeah they did used to pull up to each other's videos and mm. just jump in the video yeah they did used to like just hit each other up and hang out like how the girls are playing nice now how you see Carisha with Megan and you'll see them with Rico and um, with all these other rap girls yeah. are playing nice and Nikki is still being the Nikki that was in the 2000s where she was the only girl yeah. on Young Money and she was the number one and Remy wasn't anything and why couldn't Remy be a star while Nikki was a star? Hmm. Now you have Bia, you have Rico, you have all these people we're hearing of, but people have been saying for years that Nikki was going to radio stations and telling them not to play certain people, that she was paying, you know, for certain things. There were all these accusations. I'm tripping. She was being a mean girl. I mean, so of course, allegations, like she said, well, no one's saying that we know for sure, and uh, no one's definitely trying to get sued out here. But, I mean, but the, I mean, that's been, it's an ongoing thing. I mean, even Remy made similar accusations as well. It's, yeah, it's that's also what I mean, that's it's really what I'm, I'm referencing, yeah. is that the girls have been coming out and saying that she made it so that way there could only be one. And she did specific things, and that's what the girls' accusations have been. And now, as you see, there are other stars rising, and they're sharing their light with other people, mm-hmm. and they're jumping on tracks with each other you can see that oh it was possible you just didn't do it mm. you just chose not to do yeah. it and you're you're telling people the reason why is oh they didn't want to work with you or they had this energy towards you and it's like maybe mm. but what was the what was the reasoning why like it that still doesn't make yeah. any any real sense yeah. but like now the old interviews with Lil Kim are making sense as to Nikki created her, her issues because she didn't need to come after Garcelle Yes, she came, Yes. Oh, because she came of the interview. Fancy. You know what? It's funny, and and really back to the to the suit that we're talking about. Nosy Ho says that Nikki's really just suing her because she was the first to interview Jennifer Huff, who's the lady that accused mm-hmm. Nikki's husband Kenneth Petty of rape, mm-hmm. and so she said that's really why Nikki is targeting her. For the lawsuit, and that, and I guess that's also why she doesn't like the ladies from the real, which I think she they said she has a problem with all of them. What she say about mm-hmm. Garcelle? Um, that oh, Garcelle's mad that someone's talking about her children, and that oh, she didn't think about my child when she had you know this woman come on her show, this that and the third. Garcelle does not control who comes on the show. She is, is not even, the producer. She is the is interviewer. Is- and how do those two correlate? Her thing was was that you did not think about my child and what narrative you're putting out about the father. So now you want someone to feel sorry because one of your co-stars on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is now talking about your son 
and now people are talking about your son badly. That's for correlation. No, but uh, yeah, I, I think you're, I think I think she's being a mean girl, and I'm 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 sorry to say it, but like I sag to sag. Oh, you're um you're being a mean girl. From Nikki to Nick, so Nick Cannon has welcomed his ninth child, and you would be mistaken if you thought that ninth was part of the ten born and on the way that we had counted on the last episode. Uh, so two with Mariah. Right. Uh, one, two with Brittany, and a third on the way with Brittany. Right. Um, two with Abby, and a third with Abby on, on the way. Okay. Um, Alyssa Scott, unfortunately deceased, and then Brie Tiesi. Out of nowhere, he surprises us with a new kid uh, with a model named Lanisha Cole. And she's actually, she's, she's, first of all, she's gorgeous. And also this is the first time he has like a full black uh, baby mother. I hate, I hate using that term. Yeah. But, but yeah, the first time he's having a baby woman who's full black. And she was actually in the uh, Pharrell video, Frontin', which was 2002, mm -hmm. oh, 20 years ago. So yeah, so she's she's been in the industry for a while. And so yeah, had just sprung a baby on us this this past week and I remember the pretty dark skinned girl that had to get home. Right, mm. that one. And but um sprung baby on us. I mean I guess <laughs> I guess the only way I can say it sprung because we had no idea this was even on the way. So he announced the birth of his new baby and her name is Onyx Onyx something Cole Cannon. Oh yeah, I don't. I yeah, do what's not the name? recall. Yeah, but um, first name Onyx. Yes. And uh, you know he he likes his creative name. So yeah, Onyx. And uh, you know the the announcement came with a statement that I think was quite defensive, and saying you know I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna be muting all uh, low vibration low vibrational people and just goes on this really long statement that he posted via Instagram caption. Unnecessarily. And and it's like you know almost like an acknowledgement of how odd this looks now uh it's it's been odd for a long time but now mm -hmm. it's, it's getting like okay what what's really going on right and, and this this is not just this is just not fair on the kids right and that's actually why the last episode was called what about the children <laughs> it's really about nick because we're talking what about what about the children but i mean what are your thoughts i think that nick cannon is trolling me um <laughs> yeah. as a black woman i feel personally bullied by nick cannon um i feel like <laughs> He knew and he was ignoring everybody saying all the shady things about like Nick just wants a team full of unambiguous children and then was like, uh, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not buying into it. I feel like whatever point he's trying to prove. Oh, you think this was just he, oh, he specifically sought out this full black woman in response to those comments? I think that Nick Cannon is trolling me and he's just trolling all of us. Okay. And that he was like, mm, mm, mm. I'm going to have all these kids. I'm going to financially be able to take care of them so you all cannot say anything. And in terms of, oh, not being a, a black man that takes care of his kids, I can do it. 
and oh now you're talking about what kind of woman I'm with because now I'm going into this era of I am pro-black I'm going to go to this HBCU and I'm going to be in my community making a difference and then you have black people who are actually questioning you and holding you accountable and you're ignoring them because you think they're new vibrational I think that's bullshit I think that you actually don't want to answer to anyone. You want to do whatever you want to do. Leave me out of it then. <laughs> Leave me alone. If you want to do whatever you want to do, keep that to yourself. I don't have nothing to do with that. You announcing it every time and having a press conference with every child, having a photo shoot with every single one, like, oh, number eight, number nine, you want Mariah to respond. You want her to. You want her to, and she's not going to. And when you have all of these people around who are like, oh, you're so pro-black, and you're always with a milk of magnesia. <laughs> then you decided that, oh, don't say anything to me. But, you know, it's so funny because Mariah just thought she was going to have two kids, and which she did, but now her kids have, like, all these half-siblings, and it's like... I hope y'all uh, don't think y'all invited to my kids' birthday. <laughs> I swear, I know a few people who truly believe that all these women, like part of the appeal of Nick is that they get to be tangentially connected to Mariah. And I don't Alicia, doubt it. are you okay, sis? Are you all right? Because if it's that you need a role in something and that this is, this was the first one hiring, you do not have to be on Wild and Out. You don't. You could very easily be on House of Pain. You do not have to be on Wild and Out. Anyways, he has 10 and 11 on the way this year. So he will have um, 11 kids by the year, by the time the year is over. Because Brittany Bell, as we previously reported, has one on the way, as does Abby De La Rosa. So it will be his 11, um, you know, born and, and I guess 10, um, unfortunately, alive. He lost one of his kids. Yeah, See, and I think I have to keep bringing that up because I think that kind of, that adds to the bizarreness of... of all of this like you know like, okay i lost one i'm just gonna keep going and like it's just i don't know and, I, and, I, and i'm trying to be, take, take some time yeah to kind of... I, you know and i'm trying i'm not saying this from like you know a, a, a mean us uh, mean spirited you know uh place but it's just to me feels like come on do they all live in one house they do not so all the mothers are you know separate on like one ranch no i don't even think they all live in the same state Okay. Yeah. I honestly don't. I think they're actually scattered across the country. Maybe like okay. someone, um, like all in California, like half of them in California, and then maybe, I don't know. <gasps> Who knows? I, 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 I do not know these people, but I know for a fact that they don't live together. Wow. So it's, it's all interesting. And I really hate that I, we, we talk about him almost every episode because there's always... A new baby coming. Yeah. And the thing is, is that that's why I feel personally bullied and I am not protecting against you, Lanisha. I really genuinely and truly do not understand how he can live to his full potential as a black man and as a black father without being in their lives, you know, being a consistent figure in their lives, not for months at a time, but yeah. for all of them to also be at the same Age so frames, close in a year. Like, so they're all going to be going through difficult things and I also at the same time I don't even care so I also really feel like every time you make this announcement 
I'm, it's not for me. You're, you're trolling if you're trying to get a response from me. You want me to cuss you out and to say that you shouldn't, you know you shouldn't be doing this. Stop trolling, Teresa. Let's talk about Ray J. Who... Wait a minute, ain't that Brandy, brother? <laughs> who has uh, been on a rampage on the internet this past week. Um, he, I guess he, so, it, this backstory. Chris Jenner and Kylie Jenner appeared on James Corden's show. Did you help Kim release her sex tape? <laughs> Of course it's true! Of course it's true! Alright, Kylie, here we go. We cleared that up. And they took a lie detector test where they were asked about the sex sex tape and whether or not, uh, you know, Chris basically, you know, orchestrated the whole thing. And she denied. And the lie detector found her to be truthful. Ray J did not like that. He got angry, makes multiple posts on Instagram, goes live twice in one night for a total of like 90 minutes. And he like has a contract up complete with a projector and is like showing us lines and like signatures and saying how like, you know, they like basically the tapes were made with the intention to release and that there were three tapes made. I think he said two in LA and one in Cabo. I should say sex tape number one sex tape number two and guess what the third sex tape or the second they've been trying to play me on that shit called santa barbara sex her mama made us go shoot it for safety she watched the motherfucker and said hey we're gonna go with the first one because the first one is better it gives my daughter a better look than the second one that i made y'all go do but you watched it and made a decision and chris jenner basically you know rushed him to sign and that you know they were you know very well aware and that she said she picked the one she picked was because kim looked the best in that one a lot of detail being shared and it is yeah it is (laughs) she didn't do much i mean lots of damaging information uh, especially if it is true and um it's it's really interesting i mean before i ask you what your thoughts are i want to say that this is coming maybe 15 years late and i think if I don't know why he's upset now, but you, you've basically helped these people become stars, and now they're too big to tear down. They're all like Kim has been able to like, you know, grandfather every the whole family into the celebrity, and, um, and you know it's now generations of them now, and it, it's it's done right. So there's no stopping the Kardashians at this point. Hillary Clinton spoke with Kim on her new Apple TV Plus show. And Beyonce also invited Kim and Chloe to her birthday party this week. To me, I think the, legitimiz- the legitimization process has been completed. They are celebrities for real. They are thought of as, you know, worthy to be at, in certain spaces. It's too late. They won, right? Now, I think Ray J and Kanye and all these other people who want to play, you know, crusader and, you know, an activist after the fact, it's, it's, it's too late. You, you, you allow this to happen, right? You let this happen. They're celebrities, they use you, and that's and I think what people need to understand, the true talent of the Kardashian is opportunism and being able to seize on moments and being able to use people. <laughs> the true talent of the Kardashians is being able to find the right dumb black man. <laughs> that's what their true talent is, okay? I'm just gonna let you explain <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. this as technical as you really wanted to. 
But the thing is, is that deep down, what burns this man up is that you should have never been with that white girl. <laughs> you should have never been with that white girl. And you are also trolling me if you don't believe that everybody in your life, your mother, your sister, everybody, probably looked at you sideways and was like, you need to leave that white girl alone. This was the thing. They were in a difficult situation where, you know, Chris was orchestrating this and they had owed money to um, Sonia. I guess that, that yes. whole situation had so happened. So Kim used to be Brandy's stylist and apparently stole money from her and her mother, like, like charged on their credit cards. Yes. And like in the thousands. Yes. And there was a relationship between the two families. So there was a lot of different pieces that could have led to like this decision being made. And I understand Ray J speaking up about it now because even as those things have happened and they have come to whatever agreements they come to behind closed doors, he still ends up being the villain. He signed up to be the villain. And they keep making him the villain. And he is basically now saying that, like, I was fine being the villain in my 20s and 30s now as I am a family man, I'm a father. You're now out there doing a lie detector test on a large publicated, you know, television show where you're basically saying I have nothing to do with it. It was Ray J. You're again making me, you're making me the topic again. And the thing is that Chris does have the power to be able to ask for certain topics to not be brought up. And so every time that this is brought up and he's made the villain, he is feeling like you have protected your kids from everything and you still somehow throw me as like the person to kind of take the bullet. I don't believe that you don't have the power to prevent that. I don't. I think that you're, you're just making me the casualty of your war. Listen, listen. He knew better from the jump. He literally and figuratively laid in bed with the Kardashians, and so he just has to deal with what's coming with it. I don't really give a fuck. The only person that escaped was Reggie Bush. <laughs> the only person that got out alive was Reggie Bush. Right, and I have to say, like, in addition to all that, like, listen, Ray J hangs out with Donald Trump, was at Mar-a-Lago a few months ago. Like, he, Ray J is not this activist he's trying to brand himself as through all of this. Like, like listen, like, these people, there's a problem with a lot of famous black men and how they're just completely irresponsible with their platforms. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really, I've, I don't want to hear about you, you know, calling out people for racism or, or, or using black people when you're willing to power around with Donald Trump. I'm just not interested. So, Ray J, I'm sorry to hear about all this. Good luck, but you knew better. Winners and losers. Uh, Teresa, you're the guest, so I will let you go first. Who are your winners and losers? <laughs> okay. So, my winner is my princess, my queen, Meghan Markle. She is the winner. Okay. Megan showed up at the party of the century just as Princess Diana, and she looked amazing. The party of the century. Do you mean the Wait. funeral? Oh, well, yeah. The funeral. So. The funeral. The funeral. Where the queen. <laughs> queen Elizabeth passed away. But it was a big, it was a big, yeah. a big thing. So yeah. Not the, not the party. Not the party. The, the, the event. The celebration. 
Celebration of life, I guess. Life? Okay. Okay, look, there's no way I'm going to say this is not going to sound shady to that lady. I am trying to be as respectful as possible. Okay. (laughs) Whatever you would like to feel comfortable calling the event for the passing of the queen, she looked fabulous. Megan did. Megan. Yes. Oh, and my (laughs) losers. Okay, um, my losers would definitely have to be Jimmy Kimmel. Oh my goodness, Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel, I understand that, you know, he has a, a supporting relationship with Quinta Brunson. They actually do have a friendship and that she was not offended by what he did. I know Jimmy Kimmel and I don't know, I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the internet thinks. I just feel like there's just so many things that white men just get away with kind of joking about without um, looking at what their impact is or, you know, how that impacts others. And I feel like in that moment, he lost big time. Um, and in just doing what he, he did and then trying to be in the moment, it just... There were so many things that I felt like as a supportive friend he could have done and he could have done better in that moment. So I think he is a loser for me. That's fair. Absolutely. He did apologize, but yeah. Definitely. Oh, well, there you have it. All right. So my winners first will be Ice Spice, who is the new kid on the block. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga munch. Nigga, either he ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want. Like, you thought I was feeling who I just think is just hilarious and funny and I just I love all the songs so far first of the one that's going viral is, is Munch uh, mm-hmm. feeling you yeah and so uh you know I, I'm, I'm really loving it I just love all this just new female rap talent so I Spice definitely winner definitely looking to see what else she has in store you be hating on her yeah be, be calling like mediocre I'm like guys like cut it out she's she does sound a bit like offbeat sometimes but it's generally i think she's you know it's it's not like blue face bad right yeah and yeah. she's like she's just getting started yeah, people judge like the way good. that she looks and i'm like who do you think is her stylist uh, and they can't they can't all look the same i actually like the the little like afro situation i just thought it was different yeah you know? so she's yeah. a beautiful girl yeah we, we like we like all that so I Spice first winner second winner would have to be Shirley Ralph we spoke about her earlier I think the Emmy win was just amazing that speech was so moving and in the week since she won her Emmy she's gotten flowers literal flowers from Oprah Kid Cudi and Beyonce Oprah you know how to get flowers done girl thank you just to get that that Maui Wowie Thank you, Kid Cuddy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I just love how everyone is showering her with love. And, she's and, an icon. Yeah, she's she, a she really, she's done so much. I mean, a living she's, uh, she's uh, Dream Girls, mm. and she's done Family Matters. Was she the Family Matters? Was that the um? No, was she, that her? Sh- no, 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 no. It was Moesha. Um, Moesha. Moesha. Yes. <laughs> yeah. mm, the Moesha. Sorry. Sister Act Two. It was all same yeah, time. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sister Act too. Sister Act she was there. She was, there. She was oh Lauren Hill's gosh. mom. Yeah. As I say, she was another mom in something yeah, else too. She's, she's, um, she's, she's done a lot. So it's just great to see her, like, you know, have this amazing moment and it just shows that you know, listen life's long and the marathon continues and you can even reach new heights even like 50 years into your career so congrats 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 to cheryl lee ralph uh, and then my third winner will have to be hallie bailey so the trailer for little mermaid the live action version dropped this past week out of the sea I'd seen an interview with uh, uh, what's her name McCarthy. Oh, the who plays Ursula? Yes, Jesus, why am I um, blanking her name? But anyways, um, damn, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, yeah, McCarthy plays Ursula, and she 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 gave an interview, and she said that the first time she heard Hallie singing, she cried. We were on set, and they just started playing Hallie's version. Of the song, don't cry, don't do not cry right now. Um, I had a real, I had a truly, really, not weird reaction, just overwhelming. It's so beautiful, and it's from such a like, it's just different. She's she's that girl has got roots down, and like she sings from her heart. And when I heard it, there were like seven of us that just burst out crying. I was like, wow, like okay, was it that good? I mean, because I've always known her to be a good singer, but. I never thought of her as that moving. When I heard it, I was like, I get it. Like the singing in that trailer alone mm -hmm. is just otherworldly and just, I, I can't wait to see the full movie. I will be in the theaters, especially because people have been such haters this past week. I'm having a pregame. For the movie? Um, <laughs> okay. I Good. And it drops, and by the way, she's playing this pregame like what, eight months in advance? I am. It drops in May, but yes. I gotta have, get away again. Right. But people have been weird and haterish and just makes me want to support it even more. But, you know, congrats to Halle Bailey. I think this is going to be just big for her career because she has this and she also has Color Purple in the works mm -hmm. and I think one other, like, major movie in the pipeline. So, it's going to be... Beyonce works hard. Right. I thought them kids was, was down in the parkwood for no reason. Right, right, right. Child. So, uh, you know, exciting, exciting time for Halle Bailey and I just can't wait to see what, what her next couple years are going to look like. So yeah, losers. Uh, first will be LA Times and Slate. Uh, both media outlets ran a headline asking basically the same question, which is, are the Emmys outdated or something to the effect? So, you know, like, do we still need the Emmys? And they both made those headlines with a picture of Cheryl Lee Ralph as she won her Emmy. It, it does just, it's weird. It doesn't feel accidental. It doesn't feel innocent. And to me is just racism, plain and simple. So like really honestly, I feel like people need to get fired over that. Like it's just, yeah. it's just completely irresponsible. It was very, very tacky and tasteless. Yeah, so shame on Slate and shame on the Los Angeles Times. And uh, I'm pretty sure I have one more loser, but let that, actually, yeah, last loser, the Barb's. So, uh, you know, so Nikki sued 
a blogger, but a blogger or YouTuber is suing Nicki Minaj's fans. So her name is Kimberly Foster. Can you do that? Yeah, she apparently she's 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 wow. she's doxed a few not doxed basically unmasked them yeah. because I think doxed is when like it's 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 done for evil. Yeah. She's unmasked them Ooh. because they've been sending her death threats because she made um you know she made negative comments about Nicki but nothing like at, that rises to the level of what Nosy Ho had said. Just in your general negative comments and her fans have been attacking her and Nicki has been liking her their tweets attacking her so really Nikki's a loser as well but they have you know they've sent death threats and you know posted information and on the internet and mm. so she's she's been able to identify a few of them and assume them. what they don't know is that listen this girl went to Harvard and probably has like access to some some yeah some good resources and good people with you know with good law degrees. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't even know that you can really narrow it down like that. Oh, yeah. I keep telling you, Especially you're not... in, like, these public platforms where, oh, like, no, people... No, no, no. one is as anonymous as they think they are. Very few people are. Maybe people who are really, like, you know, like the like that anonymous group that does, like, the the, the hacking. But, like, most of us can be found. If it, mm. it does not take a lot of work to find what your real name is, where you live. If anyone decides to spend any bit of time doing that, we can all be found. So, um, yeah. And yeah. that's sad. I really wish um, Nikki would get to a place of healing and get out of the toxic situations and relationships that she's in. The relationship even with her fans is toxic to the point of you're just kind of... Egging them on. Yeah. Oftentimes. And you just... I you're igniting riots and just like yeah. it's... It's really sad because that's somebody who all of these people idolize and look up to and so to get so close and then to find out that this person is a certain kind of way and it's it's disheartening because it's like I don't actually think that she's a bad person I think yeah. that a lot of the situations that are happening a lot of situations that yes she puts herself in are just really really high pressured yeah and so you're married to somebody who is not looked at in a great light and you're already in a highly scrutinized situation and then your relationship before that wasn't healthy and it didn't work out and so it's it's sad seeing somebody kind of go through their pain and suffering in the public light and um, how they kind of respond and the hours and hours of just ranting and complaining and we watch some of our idols go through that decline we watched Whitney kind of go through a decline at a certain point where like oh a lot of her pain and struggling was kind of getting to her and she was not as nice and she was a little bit off and people did interviews where they said these things about her which I'm sure hurt her so mm -hmm. I personally would love to see her kind of take a second away for herself yeah. and to get herself together to come back and get back to what she's good at I think, she, I think she really should get into acting yeah, she's like a theater girl. So. Yes. So. Yes, and she's super dramatic. Yeah, obviously. animated. Yeah, actually, so the super movie that she was in, um, the other woman with Cameron Diaz, mm -hmm. has been playing recently. I'm like, yeah, like it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think that she would be an amazing actor. I, have, I would love to see her come back in a new life after taking some time off in either you know executive producing on some films yeah, and just and keep working busy in like them. just all the internet action. or voiceovers voiceovers I think would be really great for her and I think that you know even producing some some rap television shows because she loves a drama All right. Hmm? All right.
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm your sad just, sister. You just give her ideas. This I, is me reaching out to another sad sister. Because when it happened to Nini, it was hard for me to watch too. That's another sad sister of mine. Oh, that spirals. Gotcha. Yeah. Here for you. <laughs> All right. That's our show. Uh, before we leave, Teresa, let people know where they can find you on social media and remind them of the date of the homecoming where you're going to make the big announcement. So October 8th, we will be at Hustlers Club in Baltimore for Morgan State Homecoming. And you can follow me at Reese underscore Rich on Instagram and on Twitter. I am Teresa Kona on Facebook. So send me a message, send me a friend request, and I will respond. Love it, love it, love it. Episode 64, No Hipsters Pod. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.